From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the National Assembly votes on a motion sent by the prosecution to permit the arrest of Democratic Party Chair Lee Jae-myung. The presidential office expresses regret for failing to properly vet its candidate to head the National Office of Investigation. And the government gives conditional approval to build a second cable car line inside Seoraksan National Park against severe opposition from environmental groups. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The National Assembly held a plenary session on Monday, attended by 297 lawmakers, to vote for a motion to allow the arrest of main opposition Democratic Party Chairman E.J. Myung on corruption and bribery charges. The result of Monday's secret ballot was not immediately announced due to two of the 297 votes, which ruling and opposition parties disagreed if they were to be considered against or spoilt. Before the vote, the DP leadership pledged to defend its chief with its parliamentary majority of 169. The ruling People Power Party holds 115 seats. E is facing charges of breach of trust, conflict of interest, corruption, bribery, and concealing profits for his alleged involvement in the Daejeong-dong land development scandal and other irregularities during his term as Songnam mayor. He also faces charges of third-party bribery, alleging that the city's professional football club was exploited as a conduit for funds on the pretext of sponsorships for the team, which E was effectively the chairman of while mayor. The presidential office expressed regret for failing to properly vet its candidate to head the National Office of Investigation, Jung Soon-shin, following his withdrawal after his son's record of school violence resurfaced. Presidential office spokesperson Lee Do-un conveyed the top office's position on Sunday, acknowledging insufficiencies in inspecting the children of candidates for high-level government posts and pledging to seek improvement. The spokesperson said President Yoon Sung-yeol has a stern view of school violence, which he considers to be an infringement on the right to be educated in a free and fair manner. Yoon on Monday ordered the Education Ministry to develop measures to eradicate violence in schools. The son was ordered to transfer schools in 2017 for verbally abusing a peer for eight months, which Chung appealed but ultimately lost in a Supreme Court ruling in 2019. The government has proposed conditional authorization in an environment impact assessment on the construction of a long-disputed second cable car line inside Soraksan National Park. The Environment Ministry's regional office in Wonju said on Monday that the proposal was made after the Yangyang County government included measures to reduce the project's environmental impact in a supplementary report submitted last December. With the latest decision, the Mount Sorak project is now expected to go through an interior ministry review to allocate an estimated budget of over 50 billion won. The project, which has caused a deep divide between those pushing for regional development and others fighting for environmental conservation since the 1980s, is one of the Yoon Sung-yeol administration's 15 key regional development tasks for Gangwon province. Despite the government's proposal, the dispute is far from resolved, with an earlier opinion by the state-run Korea Environment Institute assessing that the considerably adverse impact the project will have on the environment renders it inappropriate. The prospective site for the cable car line spans a National Park's Conservation Zone, a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve, a key Bikdu Dagon Mountain Range Conservation Area, and a Forest Genetic Resource Reserve. Listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. 
The nation's human rights watchdog urged the government to abide by the U.N. Human Rights Council's recommendations to enact a comprehensive law banning discrimination and to abolish the death penalty. In a statement issued on Monday by the chair of the country's National Human Rights Commission, Song Duwan, the watchdog reviewed the recommendations by the U.N. body in a universal periodic review of South Korea. The recommendations also included the protection of labor rights for foreign workers, improvements in the nation's refugee review system, and enhanced accessibility to public transportation and facilities for disabled members of society. The commission called on the government to fulfill the recommendations in a show of respect for the international community's resolve to defend human rights and to actively reflect public opinion in the process. Seoul is required to notify the UN body of its decision to accept or reject the recommendations before the council convenes an organizational meeting in June. Debt per household saw a decline for the first time in 19 years last year amid sluggish real estate investment and an increase in the number of households. According to the Bank of Korea on Monday, outstanding household credit stood at 1 quadrillion 867 trillion won, or about 1.28 trillion US dollars, as of the end of last year, logging a modicum of growth at 0.2% over a year earlier. With 21.58 million households registered, however, the average debt held was estimated at 86.52 million won late last year, 1.17% less than the average in 2021, which was tallied at 87.55 million won. It is the first time the figure fell since retreating 0.56% in 2003 from a year earlier. A new survey shows that only 4% of young South Korean women think marriage is a must. An academic paper posted in the Journal of the Korean Association for Social Welfare Studies on Sunday revealed the results of a survey of 281 single men and women aged 20 to 34. Among the survey, only 4% of the women agreed that marriage and childbirth are essential in their lives, while 12.9% of the men did. When asked whether marriage and childbirth are important in women's lives, 42.9% of the women said they are, a rate that was markedly lower than that of men, who said so at 61.3%. Over 53% of female respondents said they are not important, more than double the percentage of male respondents who said they are not at 25.8%. North Korea opened an expanded meeting of the ruling Workers' Party's Central Committee to discuss agricultural issues amid reports of a deepening food crisis in the country. The North's official Korean Central News Agency said on Monday the expanded session of the 7th plenary meeting of the committee kicked off on Sunday. With North Korean leader Kim Jong-un presiding over the meeting, the participants were scheduled to discuss pending crucial tasks regarding the principles of agricultural revolution, the KCNA said. The media outlet said the meeting would also feature discussions and decisions regarding urgent tasks recommended to be carried out for national economic development and practical measures to complete them. It said the plenary meeting will continue to be held. Although the party's central meeting has focused on resolving food and agricultural issues since late 2021, little improvement has reportedly been seen, with allegations of starvation arising recently. BTS member J-Hope is set to become the second from the group to begin mandatory military service following Jin. Big Hit Music, the management agency of the seven-member group, said on Sunday that the 29-year-old performer completed his application to cancel an earlier request for postponement, with more details to be shared later. Born in 1994, J-Hope could have waited until 2024 to fulfill the conscription obligation for healthy South Korean men, 
With the cancellation of the deferment, his service will begin as soon as a date is given by the Military Manpower Administration. The announcement came two months after Jin, the oldest member of the K-pop sensation at 30 years of age, started his military service in December of last year with basic training in Yeoncheon, Gyeonggi Province. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index lost 20.97 points, or 0.87% on Monday, to close the day at 2,402.64. The tech-heavy Kosdaq gained 1.42 points, or 0.18%, to close at 780.30. On the foreign exchange, the local currency weakened 18.21 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,323 won. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. You can also catch our news from our website at world.kbs.co.kr.